welcome back to the Real Estate and More Show. I'm your host, Michael Hatfield. You know, in the San Francisco Bay Area, there is a very low inventory of homes for sale. And at the same time, there are buyers who are hanging out on the fence, waiting to buy a home. Why do you think that is? As the total number of buy-sell transactions have declined year over year, there has not been a significant housing market decline and home prices have remained relatively stable. What are the reasons homeowners are not selling and buyers are not buying? This is a very interesting topic, and I've asked my partner, Nancy, of the Michael Hatfield REMAX team to come on the show and provide any inputs she might help us with. Welcome to the show, Nancy Hatfield. Good morning. Good morning to you. Let's talk about the actual market in the San Francisco Bay Area for the moment. Let's not worry about the rest of the nation at this time. Let's talk about the market here. This is a very unique place to live. It's desirable in so many ways. People enjoy living here. You've got the mountains. You've got the oceans. You have culture everywhere you look. It, it's an amazing place. Thus, we have home appreciation, which usually translates to equity appreciation. Currently, the market in the, the Bay Area right now is in what I call equilibrium. Equilibrium means that after we back out just the, the minor seasonal adjustments to the market going up and down due to the weather, due to kids going back to school, due to summertime or the holidays. After we back all of that out, I would say that it's always less than like 15% uh, throughout the year unless there's a change uh, in the market itself. And then, then we've got something to talk about. But at this point, the number of transactions is pretty much calm. It's not real, real active. And the number of sellers have so many homes on the market as to the number of buyers that are coming to make their purchases. So I would say that we at this point are in equilibrium. Would you not? I would agree. Um, sellers right now, a big part of the sellers in this day and age are of retirement age and they're staying in their homes longer because they've either paid their home off or their mortgage interest rate is so low that there's really no reason for them to trade that for a higher interest rate should they go somewhere else. So that's having a large effect on um, the number of homes that are available. Yeah, I would think that at this point, what is going to make more homes come on the market uh, to be available for sale? What is? Well, building. Uh, there's not a whole lot of building going on at the moment in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. um, that, there's no inducements to the sellers at this point. There's no real big tax incentives that could be placed there to where it would defer or uh, lose part of the, the capital gains uh, that would have to be paid. There's nothing that is really making them want to go elsewhere at this point in time. Would you not say, or you have something to say on that one? Or I was just thinking about buyers. Yeah, buyers now. The type of buyers Absolutely. that we have locally. Okay, what kind are they? Younger, typically. Um, maybe millennial. Sometimes people refer to the younger buyers as a millennial age group. Tech workers, because of the Bay Area being such a specialty area. So the Fed rate, which is different than the mortgage interest rate, started at uh, April of 2022 at 
pretty close to zero and has went up to 5.3% uh, today. That's actually the rate that uh, the Federal Reserve lends to its best customers and its banks. Not the same thing as mortgage interest rates, but definitely correlated because during the same period of time, mortgage interest rates 3% to uh, approximately 8% right now. And every time that it's come up a couple basis points or 50 basis points or 25 basis points, and it's been coming regularly, it has caused the buyers to pause. Meanwhile, we still only have so many homes available for sale on the market. So it's, um, it's gonna be interesting if something changes in those economics. So what would happen should the number of buyers increase in the market? Well, it could drive up the prices crazy like, and it would be very challenging to purchase a home. What would cause the number of buyers to increase? Well, if the interest rates drop just slightly, I think that that would have that kind of effect. Mm -hmm. What about next year? Is not next year a... An election year? It is, and that could definitely have some impact. Mm -hmm. I have a really good friend. Uh, he's um, in construction, and he said that he watched when the price of uh, a quality sheet of uh, plywood went from $100 a sheet to $300 a sheet, and what it did to the, um, the number of transactions and the demand. He said it really, people just sit back. They did not buy the plywood, and then once it hit almost $300 a sheet, uh, the price of it came back maybe $15, $20, and everybody was buying again. And this is certainly what can happen here in the San Francisco Bay Area if those interest rates or those mortgage rates were to come back uh, anytime soon. And again, it's election year. Political parties, certain political parties want to have those uh, interest rates at least appear that they're coming back and that there's going to be a very uh, thriving um uh, market at that point in time. Fed Reserve just doesn't really set mortgage rates directly. It's it's an indirect function. Worrying about uh, mortgage interest rates, isn't there something better that people could be doing? I agree. Actually, there is that home buyers should focus on what they can control, like getting the best rate that they can for their particular financial situation. I understand. You know, one of the, the other interesting points is that it's important for, um, you know, being able to afford a loan, uh, a good loan is really important because as we know, one person may have better credit, may have better payment history. They may qualify for a lower rate than another person because those, those interest rates change by institution and they also change every day. So what could a, a buyer do, Nance, to help them qualify the, for the lowest rate available? Well, of course, a buyer could take steps necessary like uh, working on their credit scores, which they have a lot of control over, and then also saving for down payment just as much as they could save, and that would be very helpful in that kind of situation. Comparing rates and fees and all of that from various lenders, you know, just being as on it as you can to get the best deal for yourself.
that when a buyer is did in purchasing a home, they get with a really experienced, qualified lender, and they try to minimize the mortgage costs right at that point in time. And by the way, mortgage costs for a 30-year loan at this moment, fixed rate, is roughly almost 8%. Mm -hmm. And everyone says, oh my gosh, 8%. And that's so high. And it is high in our mind. Um, But if you can qualify, you have the income to qualify, then right now just may overshadow uh, these mortgage interest rates at 8%. Because by the way, the 50-year average is uh, 7.72%. And they've been a whole lot higher in the past. Yep. So, um, you know, if you're going to be a buyer, and you know, I think right now may be just a wonderful time to consider, you know, jumping out there and doing it. If you have the ability of very high income, take a 15-year fixed mortgage, uh, you're going to knock off a point or two just because it's 15-year payback as opposed to the 30-year fixed mortgage. Which sounds a lot better than maybe a 30-year if you don't need a 30-year. Mortgage rates have been volatile for some time now, and and while they could eventually start trending down over the next six months to a year as inflation, yep, Mm -hmm. as inflation growth continues to cool, their path is probably going to be bumpy, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, one of the cool things that people just keep forgetting or not not recognizing is the fact that you can go in and buy a home with 5% down, provided that you have the income to qualify. And instead of waiting for eight years to save up that 20% down to make your purchase, and by that time, the value of the property has appreciated considerably higher. So now you're saving for 20% down on a greater purchase price. So 5%, you know, get in there, get your get your home and get it started to um, appreciate in value, thus appreciate your, your own equity. We had a, a lady that used to give seminars. She was a, a very interesting elderly uh, <laughs> woman. And she would say, yeah, get in there and get that appreciation. Free money. Now, a few words about the housing inventory, the mentality of potential sellers, and the reason why they're not putting the homes on the market is because, as Nancy had said earlier, that uh, you can't just take uh, a home, sell it, when you have a 3% mortgage rate on it, and go and buy something and pay 8% mortgage and, and come out really that well. You'd have to sell it, take the cash, and go do something like that with it. So a lot of people are just kind of sitting on the sidelines. And I I know buyers are reluctant because uh, I believe it is a great time to buy and a great time to sell also as the home prices are still attractive for sellers. We're going to take a short break. Be right back. Welcome to the Real Estate Minute with REMAX expert, Michael Hatfield. What does an agent do to get a home sold? Typically, an agent will prepare a comparative market analysis so he knows the home's value, then creates a marketing plan tailored just for your home. With these plans, he promotes the home globally and locally in social media, publications, open houses, all for the purpose of getting your home front and center with prospective buyers. As an agent, how do you get it sold, Michael? We do each and every item in the plan, negotiate vigorously on the client's behalf on inspection repairs, staging, and importantly, the deal itself. We do everything we can to get the deal done and closed. Call 925-322-7775 now to schedule 
schedule an appointment or complimentary home analysis. For excellence in real estate, call the Michael Hatfield REMAX team at 925-322-7775 or go to michaelhatfieldhomes.com. Now, back to our show. So what's keeping buyers from buying right now? Affordability. It just doesn't feel right. Everybody else is saying they're holding back. And I was reading New Home Trends and they rank the current reasons buyers are reluctant. And 39% of buyers waiting, they're waiting for some type of life stage or lifestyle change. 20, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> 20, you know, a baby, uh, going to retirement, this or that. 27% uh, of buyers are waiting for mortgage rates to decline. 27% mm. of the buyers. Number three, 20% are just too lazy to look for a home right now. They've got other things going on. They're taking vacations to Italy or they're laying on the beach in Hawaii. <laughs> who knows why? 16% of buyers are those who expect home prices to decline. So they're not moving forward either. And then 14%, 14% are waiting to earn more and 10% waiting to save for that down payment. And we've already talked about the down payment. You know, you're gonna buy right now when you have 5% and you've got the income to support it and, and just uh, ignore that free money as our old seminar lady used to say. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense because the home is going to appreciate far more than what you're going to pay. While you're saving up your 20% down. What is interest anyway? Well, it's the, um, it's the rent that you're paying to borrow someone else's money. And that waiting for mortgage rates to decline, I think, you know, just let it happen. Let the cycles happen and they will eventually, you know, come down after a while, but waiting and then you lose out on an opportunity. Yeah. And there's also, I understand some programs, if you went in and you bought a home and you paid 8% interest on your mortgage, you go in there and, and six months later, rates come down and your payments are all caught up. You know, you can go back to your lender and say, listen, lender, you know, I, I see that the mortgage rates are back at 6% now. I'd like to refinance with you. There's a term that they use called streamline that is done quite often. It's a minimal amount of hassle to requalify tends to work out pretty darn well. So that's something to ask uh, your lender about. I'm not an expert lender. I just deal with them every day. Uh, sometimes good, sometimes bad, depending on what's needed. But I, again, I keep thinking about 5% down payment. If you got that money and you can afford the payment and you feel good about it, get your real estate person Go find your house, get your feet wet, and get into this California, San Francisco Bay Area housing market. I think you'll just do so much better by doing that. Obviously, get your own professionals to advise you before moving forward. So a home is likely to appreciate substantially in an eight-year period how much home value Thus, how much home equity appreciation would one likely expect on their home in eight years? Well, if you took eight years back and you went back to 2015 and you looked at how much the home that you had that you paid $500,000 for, how much it went up, you would be in a state of shock a whole lot. I would say that most of the wealth building that people do, investing in their home, one of the best financial acts that they do. 
I would agree. So waiting for that eight years to get a 20% down, to save up 20% down might not be a, a great thing. So as, as an aside, let's say a buyer today buys at $800,000, then the market does seasonally adjust. I'm saying that I've seen this happen, I've felt this happen, and my thoughts to to homeowners that have just bought and the market goes down, we are all in this C uh, called the market and we have to be used to it. You know, you simply enjoy your home, buy your home, enjoy it and wait. In the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, historically, it's telling you that it, all you need to do is wait and you will make money on your home. But enjoy your home. That's why you buy it, to raise your children in, to raise yourself in, <laughs> to, to enjoy a glass or two of wine, whatever you like like um but go in and buy it so um that's all i got to say on that one for the moment renting what about renting the issue with renting a home is that as a non-home owner your hat is not in the ring to receive that home appreciation thus equity appreciation we've been talking about and you don't have any tax benefits such as mortgage interest deduction nor depreciation and those are substantial they are substantial and and the rents over the last 60 years in well the bay area i i don't know what they were in the 60s but now they're, they're up there, well, so I'd rather be paying myself. In 2015, an example says uh, the rent was, on an example, would be $800 a month. Today, nationally, and that's not here in the Bay Area, mm -hmm. because to here it would be more, the rent would be likely be $1,200. So that's only since 2015, and it's not really here in the Bay Area, because I would say in the Bay Area, the amount of... Uh, it would cost you to rent that same home and that you rented in 2015 would be considerably more than that. I agree. Rates this year, um, what is my crystal ball? What is your crystal ball? Um, I think they're going to go a little higher before they come back a little. And uh, that's another reason to buy now if one can. Don't wait until something changes and the price of the home goes so high that you can't afford it. Next year, the consensus of my colleagues is that rates are expected to come back a point or two uh, as it is, as we mentioned before, an election year. And somehow that <laughs> the politics of the matter affect the rate. So uh, with that in mind, if rates do come down just a little bit, I would say that there's going to be many buyers crowd into the market to buy a limited number of homes that are very already very few on the market. So ask yourself just what will happen to home prices then? We started out with this. What would happen to them if uh, you crowd a bunch of buyers in there for the limited amount of homes available for sale? Prices go up. Prices are going to go mm -hmm. way up. So another thing I wanted to talk about um, briefly is uh, the fact of momentum. What is momentum in a real estate transaction? Well, it's quite important. Momentum is the, the heartbeat of how fast a buyer really wants to to purchase a home. Some buyers want to be in that home yesterday. Some say next August. Some say now is just fine and they're somewhat lackadaisical. In this market where we still have um, 
we still have multiple offers. I would say that it's uh, more of a hostile environment than we've seen in some time, less transactions. Uh, if this home that you're interested in is a desirable home, I'd say get out and get it. But we have to take into account the heartbeat of that buyer. Uh, one reason they might uh, not be in a hurry is they have three months left on their lease and would like to be in a home in three months. So you that ha you have a heartbeat that says bump, bump, bump. And <laughs> as an agent, you think you have a little time to make this work for them um, to their benefit. But all of a sudden, you sense that that heartbeat has picked up speed and it's going bump, 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 bump at a much faster rate. And agents have to be very attentive to that change and that, that heartbeat. We had um, some first-time home buyers in this situation. Nancy remembers this. We what, did. You want to tell the story? No, you're a great storyteller. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> it was uh, more of a bump, 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 bump. And then all of a sudden, the heartbeat changed significantly. It was going bump, 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 bump. We couldn't figure <laughs> out what lit them off, but they became so excited to get their home and so anxious to be in their home that they put a bit of pressure on us to make it happen. And then once we got in, into contract with the home of their dreams, we actually went out to dinner and as we are already seated, the lady, it was a young family, first time home buyers. As, as we, we were sitting there, as she went to pull her chair back, her raincoat pulled aside and she was pregnant. And Nance looked at me and I looked at Nance and said, there is the reason for that increased heartbeat. That it was, was it. a big surprise for her, big surprise with me. Uh, lady was with child so they wanted to have their child in their new home thus the heartbeat had changed and we had to adapt to it as experienced agents it was really good it was exciting exactly so we have buyers each who have their own heartbeat and one of the things that we have to be really careful for is the fact that um, it's hard when there's limited inventory to provide a satisfactory home for what the buyers feel they have to pay for it. So with that in mind, we have to go out there and we have to overturn every bush to try to find that particular home. And sometimes we get into it and there might be 10, 20 offers that we're competing with and an offer date is set. We don't know what everyone else's is uh, offering on the home and we're trying to win it and position ourselves the best. And if you have a couple of those turndowns, uh, sometimes it takes the heartbeat of your buyer and kind of slows it down a little bit and makes them feel like, oh, I can't do this. But actually they should be doing the exact opposite. That's right, Michael. They should be going at it with gusto to find that right house and just push the power and get moving and they will succeed. Yeah, absolutely. At at some point, the house that is uh, satisfactory for them will come along. It might not be their dream house and the end of end all houses for them and their life, but at least get in, get that home appreciation, get that equity appreciation. Use your mortgage interest deduction and your depreciation and have it work for you and build um, wealth in your own home while you're enjoying it instead of just going out and, and paying rent 
month after month after month and not getting really anything for it. Remember this lady that um, was in our seminars. She would always say, you know, get into your home. While you're in your home, you're getting free money. Free money, meaning that the value of the home is going up historically and that as it goes up, your equity in the home goes up and you have value in in that particular home. Great advice. Great advice, yeah. So I would say that anyone that is really paying attention right now this moment should seriously consider moving forward and uh, buying their home uh, now before all of the buyers are coming to the plate with uh, induced by a little bit of a drop in interest rates. Get their home now. Get in there. And when all of those buyers go to the market and they try to buy uh, next year and the home values are as we believe they will be. Um, they'll be a lot higher. I, I think that would be, that's a really good plan. They should, should not wait. So turn up their heartbeat and get it going towards uh, getting, getting their own home and the benefits of owning. Being in the real estate market every day, it feels like people are just waiting for the interest rates to drop. And now that rates are well over 8% or at 8% for many borrowers, that's just decreased the number of home buyers. In fact, really, purchase applications are at their lowest point since 1995. I, I just read that recently. Yeah, you know what's interesting is that we have some buyers that we've been working with for five or six months and there's been no fast heartbeat for them to get into their property. You know, five or six months ago, the rates were, you know, five and a half, six percent. Now they're at eight percent. Now their heartbeat is going a little faster saying, oh, my gosh, what should we do? Give up on this? Go rent again? Or should we really give it our all? Both Nancy and I recommend giving it all. We do. And that means if you're a buyer, you and your agent have to work harder. Thank you for being on the show, Nancy. Thank you for having me, Michael. I've sincerely enjoyed being here this morning with my partner, Nancy Hatfield of the Michael Hatfield Remax team for this update on how's the market in the San Francisco Bay Area. We now have a better sense of what makes homeowners refrain from putting their homes on the market and why the largest percentage of buyers are tending to pause in home buying efforts. We have also talked about how important momentum is in a home buy transaction and how an experienced agent must pay close attention to a client's transactional heartbeat. You've been listening to The Real Estate and More, interesting people, topics of the day, and of course, real estate. Tune in next Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on KGO 810 a.m. Have a most wonderful and blessed week. The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. Information on the show provided for illustrator purposes only and does not constitute professional or legal advice. Information from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Michael Hatfield and the Michael Hatfield Remax team have no liability for information discussed on the show. Consult with qualified professionals prior to taking action. We at the Michael Hatfield Remax team enjoy representing our valued clients. If you or someone you know is interested in buying or selling and wishes to schedule a complimentary appointment with the Michael Hatfield Remax team, 
call us at 925-322-7775. That's 925-322-7775. Or go to our website, michaelhatfieldhomes.com. I'm Michael Hatfield. Thank you for listening today. Join us next Saturday at 9 a.m. for the next Real Estate and More, when we again sharpen our focus on how's the market. Join us next Saturday morning at 9 and have a wonderful week. Best wishes and blessings to you. DRE 0149